episode 88 of Three Fans in a Pod, and my god, do we have a special surprise. 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 Poor Hugh. Unfortunately, the queen has gotten overthrown. She's got to go deal with some problems in her kingdom, so she shan't be joining us this <laughs> Friday Eve. So instead, we have the one and only Dev Dastardly joining us for this special episode. Yay. I started to clap for myself, by the way. <laughs> we weren't going to clap. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything about you starting a clap. <laughs> starting a slow clap over here. <laughs> but yes, so we have a special, special penis joining us on this typically very vaginal podcast. But uh, as always, we have some special wrestling news we're going to run through. Uh, Superstar Shakeup this week. Got a lot of shit to discuss going on there, and we will run through Raw and SmackDown as per usual. But my fellow co-hosts, always and forever, my first question when we have these little gatherings is, what are we drinking this evening? And you are the guest, so we will allow you to go first. Well, I'm having a cause light. Cold as the Rockies. Mm. 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 He's, uh, we're getting some extra help on pain in this room to WrestleMania. We got a long way to go. Like whole 360 something days. <laughs> we have a while. A while. A while. Well, it's me. Easy. Easiest of G's. <laughs> You're reigning, defending, uh. three fans in a pod pay per view champion. Extreme IO. <laughs> Extreme. <laughs> um. And in true sleazy fashion, I'm drinking a strawberry lemonade from the Sonic. And it's got a little bottle of 99 pineapples in it. <laughs> Are you going to do this to get your bucket? I'm just a slow clapper. W honorary sleaze. <laughs> and it's me, the Carney King, the killer dog, the coolest cat. Always sitting at the goddamn table, and I'm drinking Coors Light as always. Fuck both of you, I am the coolest person here. I scoff. And I'm also gonna do a shot of Crown Royal, because you know a carne without a belt is just an alcoholic. So <laughs> here we go. <laughs> so you're saying that money in the bank, you gotta win back some sort of rehab for? Yes. <laughs> Completely okay. sober after running the when I get my boat back. But yes, uh, there is a shit ton of news happening this week. The wrestling world is just on fire. Going fucking crazy. Uh, real quick though, today is actually Ronnie Piper's birthday. Mm. So quick rest in peace. Fucking love that guy. Mm, we miss him. Yes. You know, I actually miss him like when Always Sunny in Philadelphia when he played the Mania. Uh, <laughs> Nobody will ever be as rowdy He's as just Roddy Pepper. That's why it's Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, but yes, um, sending thoughts and prayers to his family, though he's been dead for a minute, but you know. Hey. Remember, remember the good guy. Cheers. Pepper um, lives on. So, first on the docket, um, a couple of releases. One's a kind of release. Um, so. Luke Harper uh, basically hasn't been released, but has released a statement asking for his release. Right. In which he was very gracious and said a lot of nice things about the WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very very much so. Um, I think they'll give it to him. Um, 
like I said, I don't I don't think they've actually released him or anything yet. Also, um, WWE's been doing this thing called Worlds Collide, where it's just kind of like a short match card um, with people from different brands fighting each other. And he fought he fought Dominic Djokovic. Dijakovic, I think is okay. why we have him on this. Yes, I could easy. not. Yeah, at um at access. Uh, for WrestleMania that Thursday. Yeah. Is it Thursday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at access. Sorry. In the worlds collide. Was he in the worlds collide? Yeah, no. Or maybe we just watched it. But anyways, after the match, he fights him, and he kind of. He doesn't do the thing where they do in a lot of indie scenes, and especially in Japan where they bow all four corners, but he kind of, like, had his moment where he kind of seemed like he was, like... Foreshadowing his um, farewell. I'm probably out, guys. Yeah. I mean, we saw him in the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal just come at WrestleMania. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was kind of him just showing back up. He had had that match at Access that Thursday before. And had posted beforehand about it, you know, that he was gonna fucking own it. And but you know, let him if you're not gonna do anything with him and they it's like they started to push him for a little bit when he was on his own and then Bludgeon Brothers too. Oh that. Yeah. Just I mean, let him go do his own thing. But I think because he was very respectful about the company and like some people (coughs) Sasha makes the (coughs) door. I feel like they'll do it like a Ty Dillinger thing, because I think you were saying earlier, Sleazy, uh, that his contract actually is no until November this year. Yes. I think they'll go they'll ahead and him. Yeah. And there's probably like a 30-day no-compete clause, which I'm still excited for, because, you know, 20 years ago, if somebody got released from WWE, we were just like, oh, well, their career's over, it's done. Yeah, now, they didn't have a whole lot of other options. Wide, wide world of wrestling. So I'm options. fucking excited, man. I'm excited to see what he does. And he's he's so good, so talented. I think he's going to go on to do great things. Mm-hmm. And I think because he was so respectful about it that they'll do it. And if he ever wanted to come back. It's going back to being Brody Lee. So also, <laughs> um, Alexander Wolfe. Basically, at first he posted something and made it seem like he was leaving WWE, but now reports are saying that he's not. He's just leaving the main roster and going back to either NXT or NXT UK. Right. So, Which I would love to see him in NXT UK. Mm-hmm. I think he'd probably tear it up. Yeah. I think that suits him better than just NXT. Yeah, like, I agree. NXT. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully he... I would like to see him on NXT UK. I think that's probably the ideal. This one. Um, we also have a couple of injuries going on. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Sheamus, the two biggest ones. Um, mm-hmm. From what I've read, the Daniel Bryan, he has an undisclosed injury that they're keeping up very secretive. So I'm not sure what that means. Oh, no. I don't know if that means, like... Another concussion? bad thing mm. or if, but he's definitely been absent from TV since Wrestlemania or if it's just something that they really he doesn't want anybody to hear about like uh, a prolapsed anus my penis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I broke it in my piece <laughs> um, but with Sheamus uh, what is it I think he may he's had a lot of trouble with his neck oh Sheamus has years, concussion yeah he's suffered oh, a concussion, concussion. um 
And was it from that double kick from the Usos? That same match that Big E got hurt. No, oh, it was, okay. it was during the six same match. I was like, damn, it was a six-man tag match. I think, was it the SmackDown after Mania? Because mm. this is only the they were, since then, and he wasn't on this episode. They, yeah, they were on. They were on or, that SmackDown episode. I'm pretty sure. Was it the episode where the Bar teamed up with? Oh, on it, Raw. On Raw, yeah. That actually is. Probably, yeah, that's that's what it was. Um, but that, yeah, he suffered a concussion. Um, and that all they're saying is that WWE is going through their concussion protocol. And that's why he hasn't been... He was on TV this last week. Yeah. Yeah, because Cesaro was by himself. Mm-hmm. Well. He joined up with... Right. But, um... So hopefully, I mean, we all know he has an ongoing, uh... Next spine thing. It's the same thing mm-hmm. that Stone Cold had. Yeah. Something close to that. Um, so that could also be another thing. There were a lot of rumors going around that this was going to be it for him. But hopefully if it's just concussion, yeah. he else comes back. Perhaps even better than ever. You never know. Anybody can shock us. <laughs> uh, update on the whole Sasha Banks drama. <laughs> so, as you should know from last episode, uh, Sasha and Bailey were not too happy about their losing of their tag belts at WrestleMania 35 through a tantrum, apparently backstage and later at their hotel. Um, we reported last week that uh, this had to do because they thought they were keeping their belts. This was the last minute change the day of WrestleMania. Um, but some more things as to why they were mad. Um, this is being reported by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, a.k.a. Dave Meltzer. Um, but basically, that, that wasn't the only reason that they were pissed about that, but also because they learned that they were also dissolving the tag team <laughs> in the Superstar Shake House. They were just going SmackDown. And stuff like that. And that also, that apparently WWE is in negotiations with Saudi Arabia and they've convinced them to have one women's match on the card when they go back over there <laughs> because of obviously all the backlash they had about the women not being featured and mm. this, that, and the other. Um, and that, you know, that's a pretty historic thing to begin with, but that yeah. um, it was supposed to be a tag match with Sasha and Bailey, and I think it was Beth Phoenix and Natalia. Mm. Um, so, you know, that was another thing that was taken. Um, according to Dave Meltzer, Sasha actually wasn't supposed to be used on these TV segments airing now, so that's not the biggest deal. But I've also read that um, they're expecting her back by Money in the Bank. I would love for Bret Hart to just go up to her and be like, shut the fuck up. I fucking got screwed. I got two words for you. Montreal, screw job. I got three letters for you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But Jim, he just does that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. But um, from what it seems like, though, obviously on this episode of SmackDown, which we moved up to, Bailey seems to be kind of rolling with what's going on. Probably. Allegedly, probably, yeah. she also threw a tantrum when she had to when she was buried by Alexa Bliss on Raw. Mm. Oh no, the I'm same not, thing where I'm, she went back to. Gorilla or wherever in the backstage mm-hmm. and she's fucking yelling people could hear her and shit, so... I'm not saying she's not above just, doing that. Obviously, she did that all the time. Well, I feel bad for her because she's not responsible for Just this. let her be heel Bailey and just turn her away. She can do shit. But she's also, at least from what I can tell, trying to play ball. She's there. Yeah. She's yeah. showing up yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's not and on the, vacation. That little bit of attitude 
behind me as a singles competitor, and I was like, but that whole that crowd, man, they just booed the shit out of her, and I'm you know, it's I felt a little bad. And also, I think that's why she threw the tantrum. Actually. At this point. Because she was catching heat from the yeah, crowd? because she got heat. I you don't, know what? Take it and run with it. Why not? At this stage <laughs> in your career. Be a heel. At this Play stage ball. in your career, you've yeah. got to get over that. Yeah. And to be honest, I could be wrong. This is just me speculating. But I feel like that's another reason why Ronda Rousey, like I know she wanted to go get pregnant, but I feel like a small fraction of the reason why she left was because the fans turned on her. And I'm sorry, but as a wrestler... Fucking fans are vicious. I'm sorry. The fans in this fandom If are Roman Reigns can go out night after night and get booed by thunder, thunderous booze, not yes. just like yes. the most booze I feel like I've ever heard a person get just by beer presence. Like, yeah. Doesn't even say a word. Just music hits and they're like, boo! Yeah. And the only time that you even get a reasonably warm reception is when you're with your old faction. <laughs> yeah, like, like, right. So, like, at this point, I'm yeah. sorry, ladies, but you, you've got to kind of get over it. you got to have really? a thick skin to be a wrestler. I'm not saying that what you do is easy. I'm certain getting booed by thousands of people is a little a little heart-wrenching, but it's, it's your job. Yeah, that's yeah. part of it. Uh, but, yeah. Everybody in that crowd's not there for you. Also, I did read something <laughs> else about Sasha where... You know, Vince McMahon saying that he's not going to give in to her demands because I guess she might have a list of demands. I haven't read this list. Did she of think he was? Did she think he was going to? I mean, was like, fuck you. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a demand. How about you grow the fuck up? How the about most that? I can see him do is you win the money in the bank. Guess what? You're gonna fucking lose it. Just dangle it in front of her. Let her win money in the bank, and then. You know, we've had two women's money in the banks, and both have been successful cash-ins. Mm-hmm. I can see the third one being a non-successful cash-in. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, for sure. We're gonna, we're gonna get, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get a Baron Corbin squander. 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 Squander, John. We're going to get a squander sequel. Well, I believe uh, you had some more news than you, Mr. Dev. Right. Mr. Dev Dexley. Yeah. Slow clapper. So... So I believe on Thursday for Throwback Thursday, Rey Mysterio and one CM Punk, who's out Ooh. doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu tournaments and coming in last, <laughs> winning tenth place. I guess I guess for him at least you can only go up from there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they revisited a match that they had in IWA Mid South in 2002, where it was a triple threat between Punk, Eddie, and Rey Mysterio. And he just came out and heavily praised both guys. This is what he had to say. So, people should know how good Eddie really was. He was in a rough spot, recently fired, home front was turbulent. He came to the show and looked tired. Said to me, I hate three ways. If it's okay with you, can you and Ray put something together and just call it to me? I wasn't sure that was possible. But he did not miss a beat. And you, Ray, so open and giving to a little punk indie kid. You laid out a masterpiece, and I wasn't sure I could keep up. One of the early times I remember being in the ring and thinking to myself, this is fucking magic. A pleasure and honor. I miss Eddie, truly fortunate to have worked with him as many times as I did. I feel the same about you, Ray. Legends who treated me like an equal, and I've never forgotten it. 
Viva la raza. Oh, that's, that's awesome. Great. You know, that, that also makes me think, like, what does Sasha think that Eddie would think of how she's acting? You know, that was her hero. And it's just like, he would have been a bitch like that. I mean, I just, I don't know. You know, I actually remember watching this match and Ray wrestled without his mask. Oh, wow. Also, real quick sidebar. When was it, 2002? Mm-hmm. Okay. Real quick sidebar about Deb Dastardly. <laughs> I was on indie matches, great indie matches. I like, oh yeah, I'm in the crowd. I'm like, fuck you, dude. Just fuck you. Wow. <laughs> All the time. Just be like, yeah, we should watch this. He's like, oh yeah, I was here for this show. I'm just like, <laughs> no, the little fingers. That's all. But, um, anyways. With the whole wrestling thing, I'm not saying you can't be upset with how you're getting Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. totally get that. I totally get that. It's the... It's, it's how you go about it. Yes. This is your job. This would be like me. I work in retail. I'm getting pissed at someone because they didn't buy a shoe for me and laying down on the ground and being like... Bruh, yeah. Yeah. Buy the shoe. Or, like, you know... If you're you were supposed adult. to be off on a Sunday and then you find out that you're having to work because somebody else can't, and then you lay down on the floor <laughs> in front of the registers, like, <laughs> pitching a fucking fit like a five-year-old uh, child. I'm just saying, it's it's about being professional. There's a professional way to go about it. I totally get it. Yeah. It sucks learning last minute that, hey, guess what? We've decided to go in a new direction. You're fucking not going to be champ anymore. Was that their method of protest? Yeah. Did- but at the same time, you can't, fucking, <laughs> yeah, you can't fucking be a child. You lock that shit up, you go back to your hotel room, you cry there in privacy. Yeah. You, do. <laughs> you call home, you bitch. Cry to each other, cry to your husband. Yeah. Fucking, you can even cry in the locker room, but don't like, fucking lay down on the floor and throw a chip or something. Or go to Carano yeah. or whoever and just be like, look, you know, I get that things aren't always going to go the way I want them to. But this is how I feel about this, and I just want to know, you is know, something I can do right? Better? Yeah, be be an adult about it. It's, there's a give and take. Should I improve? Is there something I can do? Yeah. But just the way they're handling this whole situation is honestly kind of pisses me off. That's because there's so many other people that get overlooked too, like Natty. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's wrestled all over the world. Mm-hmm. She actually is one and of those women that actually and an iPod. Yeah. The Heart Dungeon, you know, actually went out. She's the only girl to ever come out of the Heart Dungeon. Mm-hmm. She's one of those women that, like, were a. Whereas Charlotte's kind of a homegrown girl in the WWE and very talented, not saying oh, anything about Charlotte. But Natty, even though she's a Nightheart, actually had to go all over the world and mm-hmm. actually fucking hone her craft, prove herself. Oh, you're a heart? Fuck you. Yeah. Show me what you got. And she did. So, like, I'm sorry. There are other people that get overlooked too. You get a lot more opportunities than. Dana Brooke. Who's fucking... Uh, I love Dana Brooke. She's fucking good. Like, mm-hmm. you, you could be a lot lower on the totem pole, my dear. Yeah. So, Go talk to those girls, then come back. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll push that so You know how many fucking girls would take her spot in a heartbeat? Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah. Um, was that... Alright, well, I think we're gonna... Yeah. A little shamrock shadow? Yeah, um, just really quickly. And if you don't know what the shamrock shadow is about, it is we're done explaining it. Basically, <laughs> go fuck yourself at this point. Um, it's the world's most dangerous shadow. It is. It is. <laughs> I could kill you like that. 
Okay, so Ken Shamrock on Twitter tweeted yesterday, or retweeted, uh, something from StarCast on Fight's Twitter, uh, Twitter account, um, that today, today being Friday the 19th, today at noon, tickets went on sale to the general public, uh, for StarCast 2, um, which is a meet and greet event in Las Vegas. It's actually next month, May 23rd through the 26th, um, at Caesars Palace, and... Ooh. Um, let's see, they're going to have, they're selling tickets, uh, Sunny Ono, Shamrock, uh, Frank Mir, James Storm, and, uh, uh, Brian Cage. It's in Atlantic City, right? Um, there, it's in Vegas. Oh, okay. Yeah, at Caesars. And then also, apparently, apparently, it's been announced that they're having a roast of, the roast of Ric Flair. At StarCast 2 also. Oh, that'll be amazing. Yeah, so, and then, um, you can actually order it on site, F-I-T-E. You can order it on site if you can't make it out to Vegas, and, um, I think it goes live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time on May 23rd uh, for, like, 60 bucks. So... But anyway, some sponsors like Pro Wrestling Tees. They're the ones who have all the, the cool shirts. Yeah. Um, Podcast Movement, Title Match Network, and Blue Chew. And Edward Jones Investments. But anyway, um, yeah, so I thought that would be pretty cool. Um, like, in the past, yeah. people like Tommy Dreamer and stuff like that have been there. But yeah, he just kind of shared that today. The tickets went on sale to the general public for that. So, exciting. Mm. And you know what? It's been a good Friday after all. <laughs> Ain't it though? Uh, <laughs> and just uh, dastardly king of the slow clap. Just everything. <laughs> and also, uh, just really quickly, a uh, happy Barabbas Day to you. Happy Barabbas Day. Um, fanatics, and, and to you, you as well. To you as well. <laughs> if you don't know what Barabbas Day is, actually, I'm pretty sure the guy's name is uh, Barabbas. But true biblical character. Everyone wants to celebrate Easter this Sunday. Fuck you guys. Barabbas Day. That's where it's at. But I choose to celebrate. where it's at. Real, real biblical character. Oh, yeah. And my hero. From so, the New Testament. Not wrestling related, obviously. But, uh, so, you know, Jesus, the one and only, like Ricochet, uh, gets captured by the Romans. And, yes. you know, they're, they're gonna crucify him. But they, the Romans have Same this. time as Jesus. Romans have this uh, tradition where they bring out all the prisoners and the crowd gets to decide who lives and who dies. <laughs> and apparently at this time, which I don't fucking understand, but I've done my research. Apparently, uh, I call him Barabbas. I'm pretty sure it's Barabbas, but Barabbas sounds better for my intents and purposes. Um, sounds tougher. It sounds goofier. <laughs> but uh, apparently he was like Jesus, but he was more like Violet, which is why I'm like, why would you murder that guy? But the crowd, the crowd chooses Barabbas to live, Barabbas, and that's what I choose to celebrate on this. <laughs> Not the rising of Christ, but this guy escaping death by the skin of his teeth. So just by sheer will to live. <laughs> Google it. He's a real guy. Oh yeah. So happy Barabbas Day to you. I'm just happy Barabbas Day to you. <laughs> happy Barabbas Day to you. <laughs> So I'm getting so pissed at <laughs> I just, 
I just imagine him like playing up to the crowd, like I, I imagine know. it's like a wrestling it's promo. Very small. Off, yeah, like. yeah. Also, if you ever feel the need, there's a Billy Zane movie about it. Oh <laughs> God, like, hardcore and <laughs> Jesus world. Hardcore Jesus world. Oh my God. It's okay, re- it's really good. That's that's why it's called out of no way this is real. <laughs> Turns out he was real bad. And I was like, oh shit, Billy Zane. Yeah, I think anytime you talk about Billy Zane, you kind of just have to go, all right, we're going to, we're going to have to drink. Mr. Business here, you say, though. Mr. Business loves Billy Zane. I mean, sure. It's a movie called Survival (laughs) Island. He'd probably really like you to watch (laughs) with Billy Zane. Alright, getting back on track, Fanatics. So, this week was the ever-famous Superstar Shake-Up of 2019. Before we run through Raw and SmackDown, we are going to tell you everyone that got moved over, because there was a bunch of people that were not actually on these episodes, and it'd be really hard to try and recap while we're talking about the episode. So, really quickly, uh, moves from Raw to SmackDown Live. Uh, We got Otis and Tucker... Uh, Mickey James, Apollo Crews, Chad Gable, so that means they're splitting up Bobby Roode and Chad Gable, mm-hmm. Liv Morgan, which I'm not sure if that means they're splitting the Riot Squad up, or if they're still going to keep Ruby and Sarah together. I think Sarah's going to go join... <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, I think um, that's... But Buddy Murphy uh, got called up from 205 Live. Yeah, uh, yeah, Laura Selden. Um, Kyrie Sane. Ember Moon, who I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Bailey, Elias, Finn Balor, and Roman yes. Reigns on the SmackDown. Uh, going to Raw, we had Cedric Alexander getting called up from 205 Live. Eric Young, which uh, with that and the Alexander Wolf. There's no more there's sanity. There's no more sanity, which I'm curious as to what they're going to do with Killian Dane. Oh, that's my guy right there. He's going to heal, heal Shaq. Uh, so Lacey Evans announced uh, that she's going to be on Raw. EC3 is going to oh, be on Raw. Oh, you mean the other moonsaulting blonde from the Carolinas? Okay. The other Carolina? The better Carolina? Oh, well. Whatever. Hey, I'm sorry. I'm from that Carolina. I was born in the other Carolina, so. I've got no a, wonder we have natural beef. I've got to <laughs> agree with the carny here. Uh, yeah. They've got beaches in that Carolina, so it's That's awesome. That's true. Beaches in North Carolina? Yeah. North Carolina is literally a fucking little slither of an island in the middle of the ocean. Well, I was on your side. Oh, well. And now... Stay, 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 stay. Um, AJ, AJ Styles and I were born on the same naval base in my North Carolina. Uh, 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 uh. My dad lived like a Sasquatch for a month <laughs> <laughs> in the woods in my Carolina. So okay, well, fuck you. <laughs> you win. I don't know. We have Darius Rucker. He's from my neck of the <laughs> a little hoodie in the blowfish. Rick Flair. <laughs> from my Carolina. I thought he was from like Chad, Michigan. Chadwick Bozeman. Mm, he's from the Black Panther. Well, I, I thought Rick Flair was, was from the Midwest somewhere. No, he's from North Carolina, I'm pretty sure. I think he relocated. Okay, okay. So, Lacey Evans. <laughs> EC3. <laughs> yeah, Naomi. Like Googling shit. <laughs> Naomi uh, the Usos. Rey Mysterio, Zelina Vega, and Andrade. Eric and Ivar, who are the War Raiders, but have now been changed. Were. 
<laughs> now I've been changed to the Viking experience, which we will get to that later on. Mm-hmm. We get Ash Black and Ricochet, The Miz, and AJ Styles. There's a clear disparity here between SmackDown and Raw. Raw definitely came up. I think as far as men's talent. Ric Flair was born in Memphis. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well, Born hey, in we, can, we can all share that because we all live in Tennessee now. But Braun Strowman's from Cheryl'sford, North Carolina. And the Hardys. And the Hardys. Both of them. Two Hardys. And Cedric Alexander, and I'm pretty sure. Wow. You're really not helping my case here. Petey Pablo. That's what you're talking about there. <laughs> That's helping no, your cause no, of anything no, that but takes you down. But that fucking song is stuck in my head right now. I mean, South Carolina's got its people. You've got Jesse Jackson, Chadwick Boseman. Uh, James Brown. Is he from South Carolina? Smoking Joe Frazier. Oh, Aziz Ansari. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit. I'm not giving my state enough credit. So why am I helping you? <laughs> You know, first to leave the Union, last to come back. Good old South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, you also provided us with one Andrew Jackson. The 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 pet riot, also known as the Patriot, was filmed there. So was the Notebook. Andrew Jackson. You win some, you lose some. John Mellencamp. Ah. Chris Rock is from South Carolina. I don't do that. Bill Murray lives there. They also have shrimp and grits there. The best. Bill Murray, yes. They, the only. Shit, Joe Frazier was from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm working my way back up, guys. Will from Will and Grace. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even using his real name. He's so irrelevant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Stephen Colbert. Oh fuck. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Shit. Fuck you. Hey, yeah. He lives in New Jersey now, though. So. Oh, well. Fuck you. He's, he's repping all over the place. He's made fun of Tennessee more than once, I'm pretty sure, so let's just we'll all claim him. You know, I do have to say, though, I love Jason <laughs> Sari's joke about South Carolina. Like, how would you live there? It's so racist and this and that. And like, biscuits. Biscuits. Southern cooking, man, you just can't fucking beat it. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You can't. You really can't. <laughs> well, you definitely can't beat it with makeshift southern cooking across the country. Oh, no. Do people do that? Oh, yeah. You, you don't think they have... They have fucking hot chicken places in California. Mm-mm. They've got soul food that's restaurants a, That's not national hot chicken. Yeah. No. I'm sorry, but unless you have true southern roots... You don't know how to make that shit. Then you don't know how to make that shit. It's like New York style pizza. Try to be made down here. Like, yeah, it's like we don't down here. Like, yeah. you no, know they do. Pizza Hut Domino's think they can. Oh, like, God. <clears throat> Calm down. You don't. You're not. This is the South. You know, we'll just have our normal pizza and we'll have our great ass fucking other food. And yeah. Yeah. It'll be alright. It'll be okay. Segregation of food. No. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to your old guy. No, absolutely. Not. So I'm just saying, sometimes you. it's insulting when people try to write Very true. Well, alrighty. My peeps, shall we do stuff? Shall, shall we stick it in raw dog? 
I mean, you're asking for permission <laughs> to stick it in raw dog. I mean, I guess you're clean. If you're being very enthusiastic about it, it's upsetting me. <laughs> oh, well. Please do. <laughs> By all means. Well, let us run through this raw episode real quick. Uh, so, raw. First, a little bit of the superstar shakeup. Hmm. Um, I feel like there was a lot of excitement at first, and just after these two episodes, just not as exciting. Uh, but so the show opens up with uh, the one that Shane and Stephanie have been. I guess the two, uh, the two Shane and Stephanie. Um, basically coming out, you know, hey, it's Superstar Shakeup, and Shane's like, hey, you They're also in Montreal, by the way, which is a big thing because, uh. You screwed up. You screwed up. Yeah, but man's getting no love then. No. In Montreal. No. no. Also, I guess since you, Shane is a heel right now, he and Stephanie are getting along. Yeah. I don't know, so. Yeah. So, I guess all the McMahons are heels now. Um, <laughs> good for them. Um, basically, also, Shane, I think, uh, throws up some pictures of uh, WrestleMania and stuff like that. And, you know, Mrs. Dad. And out of nowhere, not really, but uh, Miss comes out. Uh, Stephanie does the whole thing about announcing the first superstar that's coming over to Raw. Mm-hmm. And Miz's music hits, and Shane's already like, Mrr. and then, of course, Miz comes in from behind. Shit it was a little bit of a brawl. And then Shane gets the upper hand, throws him over the barricade, and... Um, and then Miz ends up attacking him with a chair. Um, but he's busted open. I, from his head. I don't know where in that fight he... And that I shit was right... Every, every, like, it was like a pain away from him, and then back, and every time it went back, that trail was like, like yeah. more <laughs> than down his neck. I'm like... Yeah, and I, yeah, I, I went back and watched it again, and I couldn't... I was like, I'm not exactly sure at what, which point this happened. Also, something I never pointed out, or never pointed out, never realized, um, but Miz pointed out on his Instagram, actually, before this episode happened, is that he has actually switched brands every time Superstar Shakeup has taken yep. place. Huh. And he has done it yet again. Um, he I'm, always does well with it. That's Miz. true. Makes yeah. the most out of it. Um, I'm also curious if they're trying to keep him more raw, just because his reality TV show is on the USA Network, and mm-hmm. uh, SmackDown's moving to Fox. When, October? October. Yeah. Yep. So I wonder if that's got something to do with it. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're just like, we're going to switch up again. To me, it makes more sense to have him on that, though, because like, immediately after Raw, his show, his show comes on. on. Yeah. Which is, I haven't watched it like religiously, but like mm-hmm. the little bits I catch, they're fucking hilarious. Makes it look but, um, yeah, Miz ends up getting the upper hand, beating Shane with a steel chair, and coming back, guys. Back on Raw. Mm-hmm. So, immediately after this, we get a very confusing Eight-man experience. Tag. <laughs> <laughs> so, the NXT tag team known as the War Raiders. Mm-hmm. Formerly known as War Machine. Always right. had war in their name, which yeah. which I could get them changing that because of like trademark issues and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, the war machine, the comic character, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but in NXT, in their WWE career so far, they've been war raiders. Yes. Yeah. And they've changed it to the Viking Experience. Fuck you, down. Sounds like a theme park. And not only apparently has war, the word war is too controversial. Except. 
the Ember Moon showed up, and all the, the commentators war were war like, queen. oh, she's the goddess of war. The goddess of war. And they kept saying it, and I'm like, okay, so is that actually the issue? Because that's all I've read is that Vince doesn't want the word war used in anything. That's why they changed it. And I'm like, eh. Maybe it was because they had but, that war chant. Well, another thing is, I mean, they yeah. did that, though. That was it great, and it was no over. Sense now. Yeah. They did that when they got the ring. They did war, war. Yeah. yeah. And... Maybe they just have to say raw now. Raw, raw, raw. And who was it? Was it Mick Foley that tweeted something hilarious about, yeah, talking about they're going to have to change everything from, like, back in that era, the Monday Night Wars, it's going to have to Monday be, Night Wars you know, raw, raw is Viking. <laughs> you substitute war with Viking and everything. I think one of the things, though, hopefully about this is that um, they're both two very talented guys. I think they can rise above the stupid name. Yeah. As long as they are booked properly, which is... And I think it was Lance Storm who said something on Twitter about, you know, talent will rise above a name. And and he was like, I thought The Undertaker was the stupidest name I'd ever heard, but that dude seemed to have done pretty well for himself. (laughs) But I'm like, this, that is very true. But the other thing, too, is, you know, if they're all about, like, short, shortening names when they come to the main roster, you know, Raymond Rowe is now. Which one is he? I think he is Eric. Eric. Yeah, Eric and Ivar. But they're, uh, like, the Viking experience is so much longer than War Raiders <laughs> that I'm hoping, my fingers are crossed, that they're going to drop experience off and just be the, eventually the just be the Vikings. Which I'd be okay with. Yeah, that's, that's fine. It's fine. I want fine. them to be the War Kings. Really war Kings. But my whole thing with this is that because WWE they've got to cater to casual fans. It's I'm certain at some point a casual fan probably has heard of the War Raiders or mm-hmm. War Machine, whatever variation. So you just completely changing that when they get called out is. And not just changing their tag team name, but changing their names. Yeah, so it's like they're you completely just you completely yeah yeah, but without changing their gimmick. That really still, yeah. So they come out with a little bit of face paint. It's not yeah, garb, which I love. They're but I, and I guess their music is different now too. Is it? I think. I think that we actually don't think I paid that much attention after well, I realized they were called the Viking Experience. I was yeah. spending too much time trying like, to figure on. out. Like, because they were like, you know, the Viking, and they came out, and I'm like, no, those are the War Raiders. Like, but, and they're yeah. like, Ivar and Eric, and I'm like, who the fuck is yeah. that? <laughs> who are these people? Where are, where are uh, Roe and Hanson? Like, where are they? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, oh, my God. Okay. Another thing with this, though, and <clears throat> I don't mind that NXT is pre-taped. Like, for their weekly shows. Mm-hmm. I, that doesn't bother me. My issue with getting at this point is that you're coming to a crossroads with this and calling them up. Because as far as NXT is concerned, they're still tag champions. Yeah. So how do you change their name? Or do you just have them go back and forth? Are they still going to be War Raiders in NXT? Like, yeah, that's what I'm confused it's like, about. It's you're, you're crossing over lines that you can't cross over because NXT has certain storylines in place. And I'm certain at some point, the War Raiders here in the next couple weeks will lose the belts, and that's why they're going to get called up because you can't just, or vacate or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, you have them as the War Raiders, and they have the belts as far as the NXT universe is concerned, mm-hmm. and... 
now they're not the War Raiders, and they're on Raw, and they don't have the belts, so you gotta get a little bit more fluidity going on with your whole package that you're doing right now. Yeah, or fans just look at it and go, what the fuck are you doing? And like I said, typically, I don't mind that NXT is pre-taped, you know, a little bit beforehand. What's going to happen? But it yeah. doesn't free you from watching, especially when it comes to takeovers and stuff like that. But at some experience, some experience, that's a Viking experience, excuse <laughs> me. At some point, you have to realize that when you're calling these people up, it's got to be at a certain point that makes sense also with NXT. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't even say it would be better necessarily, but if they had already lost the tag belts in NXT and then got called up and been called the Viking experience. It makes it a, not an, a half a step better. <laughs> yeah. A, a half really, a step less weird. Yeah. Because they're not... Like maybe they're trying to rebrand or something, and you're like, oh, okay. It's stupid, but okay. Yeah, that was confusing, too. It's like, at TakeOver, you should just have them lose the belts then. Because... It been Dallas to Black and Ricochet, which... Who are... Yeah, we have, like, uh, Okay. Anyway, so um, they come out, the Viking Experience, and um, it's the Viking Experience and the Revival versus Aleister Black and Ricochet and current tag champs of Raw, Zack Ryder and Hawkins. And by God, they or they lose. They all lose. No, um, <laughs> we've all lost. Aleister Black, Ricochet, and Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins lose. Uh, the more Raiders. They're always going The Viking Experience. I have already Eric. Um, they actually get the pin. I think it actually. I'm not sure which one it was, but um. I think Zack Ryder took the Ryder, pin, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the fallout, or whatever they're calling it now. <laughs> I'm so uncertain with them. Like, I'm just like, I don't even know what's going on. It's the Viking fallout. <laughs> you, you just got the the fallout experience. <laughs> I just call it the Valhalla or something like that. But if you're going to go... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Come on. Mule. Come on, guys. This is elementary. Fucking <laughs> it up. These are Viking basics. <laughs> Come on. Vikings one. But yeah, um, so they ended up winning. I honestly think that uh, <laughs> the Viking experience... Um, I just keep thinking of the Norsemen. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. But um, I feel like they honestly might get the Raw Tag Team Championships sometime soon. Maybe not Money in the Bank. I kind of think maybe Money in the Bank if they get an opportunity. But if not, I'm thinking sometime soon. Like, Whenever What's-His-Name gets back, I'd love to see the match between them and AOP. Oh, Wow. We actually were talking about AOP the other day, and we were like, where the fuck have they been? And One of uh, them's hurt. Yeah. Actually, one of them is injured, which is news to me. I feel like I've never read anything about any of them getting injured. They just sort of faded off into nowhere. And And Drake Maverick is now with EC3, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. EC3. I don't know. Uh, But the second thing that happened... um, Another switch over, Andrade. Mm. Actually, Finn, I think, comes out. Ready for a minute. With his blue <laughs> tights, by the way. And when I saw that, I was like... Thank you. Someone's going to smack him. Oh, someone's like, going to smack him. Somebody's going to smack him. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Foreshadowing in the tights. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Uh, 
Finn comes out, and then Andrade comes out. Big surprise. I was so excited to see Andrade. I'm not going to lie. And we get Zelina coming out with him, mm-hmm. doing, like, the classic sort of NXT mouthpiece. Um, you know, very heely. I would say, I mean, NXT, she, but um, just she's a really good mouthpiece. Yeah. Oh, she's yeah. honestly... She's also a very good fucking wrestler. Very good. Especially, I mean, Mary Alistair oh. Black, so... But um, she ends up coming out in uh, they're in Montreal, which uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Montreal, they're French. It's French. The second language is English. Mm-hmm. Yeah, most people that's French. Um, she's like, I'm trying to going to address you in your language, and then starts being Spanish. <laughs> that killed uh, me. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe it is. Um, but yeah, it's cute. Uh, surprisingly enough. I don't think it's as surprising once you realize what happens in SmackDown, but Andrade gets the win. Mm-hmm. Fucking good match, though. And um, he gets the win, you know, heel tactics. Selena Vega ends up interfering. I think she gets a... She ends up doing a Huracrana on Finn, yeah. which yeah. it was on the outside of the ring. Like, she was up on the apron, and when she swung around, she didn't, but it looked like she was, like, inching I thought she was smacking her head on the ring post. Toast. Yeah. Yeah. She got so close, and I was like, Goddamn girl. <laughs> it wouldn't have looked so close for his was it so big. But she got that big old head. She's like a Bratz doll. I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so come Yasmin Vega. Sorry, that was that was the little one. That was in my head. <laughs> I like the tan skin. I never had tan skin. I'm so You've painful. always had a thing for, for Latinas. Um I've always had a thing for brown people. Yay. As I sit across the table from two brown people. One of which. In a relationship. <laughs> Don't tell everybody. I know. Really no, I'm just kidding. Kidding. Okay. Okay. No. I don't know. That's fine. Okay. Are we going to be on the same brand? Oh, um, no. Vince might show us up, man. No, he, he's been pretty. You should post a lot of pictures on Instagram that. of you two together. We're like, please don't split us up. It's Charlotte. Like, Admin. <laughs> Charlotte. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm tagging. Yeah, that's like the only couple that got split up was Charlotte and Andrade. Mm-hmm. Buddy and Alexa. So but they've been split there because he's on 205 Live. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Andrade gets a little bit though. Hammerlock okay, DDT. I love it. He does it so well. It's mm-hmm. so, like, it. it's not, I don't think it's purposely... With such a flourish, but it's so fancy looking when he does it. I didn't know a DDT could be so fancy. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, I think at that point I kind of understood that Finn was going to SmackDown. Um, I'm just going to go and bring this up now. Um, so Samoa Joe was very sick this weekend, mm-hmm. which is why I think he did not appear overall. Mm-hmm. Because he also does not appear on SmackDown. So people are like, what's going on with that? And that's your two mid-card belts. Finn with the IC Championship and Joe with the US Championship. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't said anything. I honestly highly doubt they're keeping both mid-card belts on SmackDown. On the same brand. Yeah, I doubt it too. So my yeah. general assumption is, is that Joe will go to Raw. It'll probably or, be a surprise. Or they have well, a fight or something. Well, yeah, no. They have the Shield... WWE Network special, I think, this Sunday. Sunday. Night. Yeah. And Finn is advertised to be defending the IC belt. So they so choose to pick somebody from Raw. 
I'm going to drop the belt to them. Or something like that. That's very true. Um, but some sort of something thing is going to happen. Either Joe goes for Rolf and drops the belt, which mm-hmm. I would think is stupid. But, um... Yeah, I would like to... I, I definitely don't right think they're keeping mm-hmm. both belts, both mid-card belts on the same They should have, no you know, like a... Um, like a career on the line match or it's like a... And then, not an I quit match, but, you know, like whoever loses has to go. Should have a match with Finn and Samoa Joe. No titles on the line, but whoever loses has to go to Raw. I don't be on Raw either. Yeah. It's like a rock, paper, scissors <laughs> of wrestling. You just have a match. <laughs> we'll see who wins, man. <laughs> um, to be honest, you know, I think if they did something like that, like a career on the line match with Dean Ambrose, mm. instead of this whole thing about it being this last thing or whatever, like, I think that might have been better. A little yeah. bit more of a swerve, a little bit more... But, um, so Elias ends up making his way out there and just being upset. You know, I always get interrupted. It's kind of a shtick. And he's like, you know, you know what? I get interrupted again. And by God, who interrupts him? Rey Mysterio. Mr. 619. Also, I'm going to say that there were a lot of botches on Raw. Oh, the Rey Mysterio botch was pretty fucking bad. Mm. Ray doesn't botch often. No, no he doesn't. Really doesn't. And I was a little upset. And um, I think this had a lot to do with the fact that there were a lot of reports of travel issues and stuff like that. Joe being sick. A lot of people. They basically had to rewrite Raw. Yeah. And I think that had a lot to do with it. That people just it wasn't what they thought was going to happen. So yeah. they were trying to. And it's weird. It's like a domino effect when that happens. And with Raw, it's really obvious because it's three hours long. So you get one slip up in the beginning, whether it's a commentator saying something weird or like somebody slipping up or flubbing a promo. Yeah. Which, actually, I feel like that usually starts it. Whoever comes out and talks in the ring first, if they fuck up... It's just like, <laughs> it carries to the night. Yeah, there's, there are slips up and botches everywhere, but anyway. I would say that Ray ended up kind of saving it, though. You know, he bounces back. Um, but, uh, you know, he kind of beats up Elias. Elias goes out. Um, Lars Sullivan ends up coming out afterwards and beating up Ray Mysterio. That seems very awkward and weird. He's such a freak. Seems like he's just attacking Not, not, not in a good way or the way yeah. they're suggesting. Yeah. So I feel like they're like, oh, he's like a sideshow freak. And I'm like, excuse me, me and my carny friends take that <laughs> very offensively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how small are his hands? Myself. Hey, look at my hands. <laughs> this is a carny test. Uh, but just the fact, it just seemed really weird. I don't know. You know, they're kind of doing a weird legend killer gimmick with him, but that's been done already. Mm-hmm. And so, by somebody who's still there. So you know, I would yeah. say maybe if it was something that you had tried and did not go over well, and you're trying to retry it, I get that. But that was like not half. That was a good like third of Randy Orton's career mm-hmm. yeah. being the Legend Killer. Like that's what I remember him as. Yeah. Can't can't. This whole feud with cycle Taker. of that when it's mm-hmm. from a guy so big and so huge now, like everyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> RKO out of nowhere. Everybody fucking knows that guy. I like to give John RKOs in a way. Not full on RKOs, but he'll, he'll snuggle up behind me and I'll put my hand over his hand and then 
I'll put my other hand up real quick and go, out of nowhere! And I, like, pull his head down just a lot, like, jerk it off in my shoulder. RKO out of nowhere! I did that this morning, and I was like, out of nowhere! The Viper has destroyed another opponent! <laughs> and that's why I got up. I got up out of bed like this this morning. <laughs> Victorious. That's a great day. Yeah. It hasn't been bad. It hasn't been bad. Awesome. Yeah, Dev likes to try and pin me in bed. <laughs> no, you know that lives up the ladies yeah. Stop. <laughs> I lost count. And I try to do it to him, but like, I, I can't like hold it. Oh yeah, it's He's like me. Strong, like, it's like me wrestling John. I can't. He'll get me in a hold, and that there's it's just there's nothing like literally nothing I can do. This is unfair. You can't yeah. play it off. Can't play it off once. Yeah. You you have to meet John sometime. I mean, it it's physically ridiculous. We look ridiculous together. He's like. Six and a half feet tall and just like 325 pounds. Oh, man. <laughs> a pure <Yeah>. nerd. <laughs> a pure nerd. He is a king nerd. That's great. Yeah. Actually, when, uh, well, it was when we first met, but not too long after, I feel like he met John. <laughs> and I asked you a question about something nerdy. Mm-hmm. And I was like, consult the king nerd. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been the nerd king since then. Good times, good times. Good times. Uh, but, um, so mm-hmm. after that, I believe Chad Gable and Bobby Roode pop out first, mm-hmm. and they're like, give us some competition, and guess who the fuck pops up? Oos. Oh. oh. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I was a little surprised to see them go, and Me this too. was one of the ones I was a little upset about. I was very um, upset about this one, too. It made me a little upset. The Oos a bit... I love the Superstar Shake-Up, but at the same time, I'm like, there are certain people I like on certain brands, and I love mm-hmm. the users on SmackDown. That's where they fucking took off, to be honest, in my opinion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where they got over. They've been the thing. <laughs> but, like, that's yeah. where they fucking... That's where the whole Uso Penitentiary thing started, so... Yeah, and their promos are so good. Oh, <laughs> For the yeah. sake of the women's division, and maybe the, the two main, like, men's titles, I was... Looking forward to the shakeup because I was interested to see who was going to end up where, what new feuds we're going to get, blah blah blah. But as far as the tag team division, what oh, I was like, just I was just like, leave them alone because SmackDown, they're fine. Like, I just, no, SmackDown was perfect. Yeah, yeah. Like, from top to bottom, SmackDown was honestly perfect. Um, I I was excited to see the tag teams get switched up, but the way they did it, I yeah, it's um. But yeah, so the Usos come out, and guess what? Uh, they win. Well, surprise, surprise. Um, we also get a little moment of bliss after that. And Sami Zayn, he comes out and does like, he dances, I feel like, for like 10 minutes. Three three or four times they play his <laughs> song. And he's so into it, and I'm like, oh. It's his hometown. I know. Mm-hmm. Fucking Montreal. And. He just, after that, ends up slaying into them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how much he hates the city. He's like, I and love just... Montreal, but I hate the people. Yeah. <laughs> I like Heel Sami Zayn. I like this Heel Sami Zayn, and I think it's because they're giving him a little bit more freedom to be a little bit more him. I think he mm-hmm. came out really strong that first night. It was just like, Basically tearing the crowd a new asshole. Yeah. It was just like, you are the problem. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, he has very valid points. <laughs> like, I know. Well, and, just... yeah, what is all this, like, I don't know. 
And I feel like there's like a lot of truth in promos right now from some of these wrestlers. It's just like, I feel like really calling the universe out on their own shit. And I love it. And it's like, oh, you want us to listen to you? Okay, we'll sit down because we're listening to you. And this is what it sounds like. <laughs> this is what we're going to get you for it. It's just for a guy that spent most of his career wrestling behind a mask. I know. He cut some fantastic fucking promos. Mm-hmm. He's got great mic skills. I love him as El Generico, but at the same time, like, how did you keep that man behind a mask all these years? Mm-hmm. Like, the man's good. He's, he's good. Mm-hmm. Very eloquent, too. Like, him and KO both hey, are very, not, very eloquent people. He's not El Generico. El Generico is tending to orphans in Mexico right now. He's saying he's yeah. Did you know that? <laughs> no. Continue. They're two totally different people. <laughs> that look. Those blinks. <laughs> I will crack a beer bottle over your head. <laughs> Good luck. Just because we're dating this you know, book. <laughs> Good fucking Someone with this prop bottle there. It's a legit Coors Light bottle. <laughs> you have a Coors Light bottle at this. I handle the crown. <laughs> you have those quilt. End up with those knocked out with those quilt lines on your face. <laughs> um. Got to feed some of these bunnies out here. <laughs> once I, yeah, this is true. Once I realized that Sami Zayn's face reminds me of Grover from Sesame Street, I can't unsee it, and so. As much as I love heel Sami Zayn, he's still a Muppet to me. He does very much look like Grover. It's the, it's the beard and it's the jaw. Like, when he talks and it's his mouth, like, he, he's just so furry. It's just like a little... He's like a Muppet. <laughs> I don't know. It's amazing. Heel or face. I just think Sami Zayn's great on the mic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've missed him. I'm glad he's back. I no know. Um, and I'm glad Kevin Owens is back. Was it... Was it Cole Cabana's podcast or was it Jericho's podcast? It was one of his podcasts. Um, oh, it was Jericho's with Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, where he was still hurt. Yeah, and he was talking yeah. about it. And if you listen to that podcast on Talk with Jericho and then you hear his promos, it's they're the same shit. Not too out of sync. Yeah, no, he yeah, talks no. about getting rid of social media because it's a toxic environment and uh-huh. this, that, and the other. And I'm like, totally. Like me as a fan, like, I probably totally get that as a wrestler. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's. Probably some harsh shit you guys hear, and by all means, I I don't think any of us really participate in that as three fans in a pod. Yeah. As a podcast, yes, we may talk a little trash about you. A lot of trash. But we're not going to... You're still on, respectful, for the most part. We understand yeah. that it's a character, it's not you as a person. We yeah. separate the two, Yeah, and we get that. And even the physical stuff, even Sasha Banks, who we talk about watching all the time... I still can't do the shit you do, so more power to you. Yeah. So we try to be a little bit more respectful, but at the same time, I would never attack someone on social media like that. Mm-mm. And I know they get that shit all the time. I just don't understand the energy you have to have as a fan. And that's I why I'm not sure a lot of my too. own life. Yeah. And it's like, how could you say anything to Sami Zayn? He's such a humanitarian. And, like, all the shit he's done in Syria, mm-hmm. like, that mobile medical unit, and all that stuff that he helped get funded so people could get medical treatment and medical help. 
in Syria. It's just like some big shit. Like yeah, it's like I want to see some of these trolls and what they're doing with their free time. But uh, seriously, um, fanatics, especially if you go and listen to the <laughs> I top, they treat it like a job. So yeah, seriously, fanatics. Though if you go and listen to the uh, Talk is Jericho podcast and you hear its problems now, you will completely understand it. I mean, you know, you'll understand his headspace and where he's at. Yeah. He literally talked about how he like he did miss wrestling, but at the same time, he was okay to be away from it. He's like, I'm not missing it as much as I thought I would. Dude. Ten months is a long time. You have a fucking abundance of time to just. Reflect. I feel like he did a lot of intro oh. introspection on himself and just and this new character. I mean, it's not really new; it's slightly a variation. But yeah, I mean, he like when whenever we last saw him, he was still, still kind healed. of similar. Yeah, he was it's still kind of the same way, but it's a slightly different variation, and I enjoy it. I enjoy just him attacking the fans is a new aspect to it. Yeah, like, but well, given what you just said about the social media, that makes that makes me understand why that promo he cut the night he came back was so good. And, like mm-hmm. and then the mic flip like go to hell, and then that little mic. Jeez, that was great. Uh, I just looked at John and I was like, "This shit's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good." I think it's better than when he was. It's going to be better than when he was healed and working with Bobby Lashley, which I think was right mm. before he got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That doesn't seem like that long ago, but... Yeah. He was That's... actually the only one carrying that. I like Bobby... I love Bobby I Lashley. Like he will always be an old school guy to me, but at the same time, my God, sir. But I'm not sure if it's you it's or... It's not him, though. I, mean, I don't think it is. I think creative's just giving him a bunch of stupid shit. Yeah. I think a lot of times when wrestlers come across as, I don't know, just doing shit where you're like, what the fuck is this? It's, I don't think nine times out of Christmas choice was to, first off, have the weird same thing happen with the sisters that were telling yeah, Much less with Leo Rush being like, he's the Almighty, which is fine. I like the Almighty, mm-hmm. but like him being like, look at my glutes. Let me bend over and look at my glutes. Yeah. This is not what I came back to WWE. Yeah. This is not what I signed up for. I know I have glutes. I'm Bobby Lashley. Have you seen me? (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yes. Sammy Dane's new character. Really, I like when wrestlers, especially as heels, get a little real. Especially Mm -hmm. with the crowd. Because, not gonna lie, as a fandom, which we talked about earlier, wrestling fans are a little... Toxic. Oh, they're <laughs> toxic, crazy, whatever you want to call it. There's some fucking pieces of work. Mm-hmm. I feel like we tried to crown that. Free back to reality. There's the wrestler and then there's the person. They're not the same, which is why whenever we talk shit about Roman Reigns, we've always been like, he's a great guy. I guarantee you he's a great guy, mm-hmm. but I don't like Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah, Joe. Joe is a... He's... He's fun. also a great guy. He's fun. No, but guess what? He's not a real dickhole in life. Yeah. I mean, Joe is in Roman Reigns. Oh, like, great. Joe's a oh, great yeah. guy. They're saying some other Joe. But Roman yeah, Reigns, please boo him every fucking time he comes out. Anyways, moving right along. So, the Iconics end up making their way out there. And actually, I think there may have been a backstage segment beforehand where the Iconics talked to Bailey and they were like, oh, 
Mr. Tech Guess what? I'll fucking find a tag team partner. And guess who she finds? She finds Naomi. Which I choice strangely okay with. Yeah. I like Naomi. Raw needed Raw needed women's wrestlers, man. They really did, and they also needed tag teams. They came out so much better than SmackDown on this overall. They did. I will agree to this, but I will give my final assessment after we're done with SmackDown. Um, but so it was Naomi and Bailey versus Iconic, the Iconics. Oh. Um, but Naomi and Bailey end up winning. Naomi gets the split-legged moonsault. Uh, a la RVD. Mm-hmm. But, but I, oh. I like I like the iconics with the belt and a lot of people think it's gimmicky, but I don't think it's gimmicky, I just think it's they're a comedic team. Which is yeah, funny, but when they're you not make them the second tag team women's tag team champions ever. But they're not bad though. No. They're not right. I'll give them that. They're, They're all right. I guarantee they'd be better than Nia Jackson Tamina would be. Besides Trey yeah. Nia's. True. Besides but that's not saying a lot. That's still yeah. not saying a lot. Because Tamina would have to carry that team. Tamina's really good in the ring. I love Tamina. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, could, she does the super fly. Yes. I'm just saying, like, they're they're good wrestlers. They, they can be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like another thing that, especially, not that we don't talk about, we don't touch on a lot, is that in the WWE, a lot of moves are banned. And mm-hmm. a lot of these people that work their way up through the indies, like the Iconics, like a lot of other people, they can't use their regular the moveset. Mm-hmm. They're great sure. wrestlers. They can be. But you're limiting them. Mm-hmm. So that's like why a lot of people, and everyone with John Cena, when has got like the, the five moves or whatever people say. Five moves of doom? Yeah. But that's everyone. That's, that's not exactly, only Cena. That's literally everyone. Is they've got like five moves, and that's like, how creatively can they put that in the match? Is what it comes down to. It's like, five moves mm-hmm. of doom and a bunch of transitional stuff. It's basically uh, how good your transitional stuff is. Yeah. So I feel kind of bad because I feel like the iconics are great wrestlers. They can do it. They're great, and their gimmick, even though it's gimmicky, it's a little comedic. Imagine Christian were comedic. You can do that and be a solid champ. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I like about... You don't understand the women's team. (laughs) And not on the women's tag subject, but... I love the Iconics. As you were saying. Oh, I was just saying. uh, Not on the women's tag subject, but... Like, that's why I like Aleister Black so much. Well, and Ricochet, too, but... Just their versatility... I mean, just the diff- just the the range of shit that they can do. Whether it's like shit off the top turnbuckle, you know, jumping, doing flips, outside. yeah, flips out to the outside. Which Flip Gordon, by the way. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, he did something you, sick. Oh, you saw it. So there's oh, yeah, to the, off of the outside, outside of the barricade, yeah. like to the I mean, or no, inside sick. the barricade. Time out of the Flip Gordon. Was it the G1 Supercard? No. Was it the G1 Supercard? No. It was... No. Um, was it a Ring of Honor show? I think it was a Ring of Honor show. <laughs> Flip Gordon. If you don't know who Flip Gordon is, my god. Do some goddamn research. The man. But so, um, I think it was just a Ring of Honor show. They 
still have just those typical metal barricades. And <laughs> whereas most people would do a normal, you know, flippity-do move mm-hmm. and just hit people outside of the ring, he fucking jumps off the ropes from the ring. And outside the guardrail. Outside of the guardrail. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? It was fucking oh, sick. Oh, it was insane. Man. It was insane. I showed that to you. Guys. Yeah, I saw I that. Felt, and I, was I like, felt wow. so proud of myself. So like, uh, I just want to go see. <laughs> it, it was amazing. So good. I never saw anything so good. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how it goes. <laughs> I thought not. I really had to tell you. Yeah, I knew I was there. I, I watched it live. I bitch, and I'm like. I've never been to Reseda to see a PWG show. So. <laughs> it's on the bucket list, though. Yes. Every so wrestling fan should go see a PWG show. The win. <laughs> um, so, after that, there was supposed to be... Oh, yeah. A Braun Strowman. E3 e- e- comes out, I feel like. A Braun Strowman comes out, there's supposed to be a match. By God, there's not a match. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought after this that Braun was going to go to SmackDown. I, I really he thought he yeah. was going to go to SmackDown. Yeah. Especially since uh, he showed up on SmackDown the week before. before. Right. Yeah. yeah, that was kind of a teaser, wasn't it? Like, but guess what? Now we're probably going to get Joe on SmackDown. Yeah. Or on Raw, sorry. And then hopefully that's yes. the thing that they do. I would like that only if Joe won, though. You would want Joe to win? Yeah. I'm sorry, I love, I love Brown. Brown's love, been fucking I love him shafted. Brown streaming. He, he has yes. been shafted. But at the same time, I feel like Joe's honestly a better wrestler, and he's been shafted more. Easily. Well, okay, he's so... He's easily a better wrestler. Let, let Joe move to Raw, have them feud for a while, and let, but let Braun win his first belt. Like, actually when it's for it's that tag shit when the kid does it He's now. not won a single oh, yeah. yet. Yeah. Oh my god. The tag team championship with Nicholas. Nicholas. His name was yeah, referee's no. son. That doesn't count. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, you but know, let him win a U.S. title. It doesn't have to be him skyrocketing right up to the fucking Universal Championship yeah. or anything. Let him win a <laughs> mid-card title. I would shit. be okay with that, but I'd like it to be a, long, a longer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's let it... Let Let's go fight. ahead and start it in the next few weeks. Yeah. Let's let it go to SummerSlam. I don't care. Yeah. Because it's fucking yeah. Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman. We've seen the kind of crazy-ass bullshit that they'll do with Braun Strowman in a feud, <laughs> um, i.e. ambulances and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Flipping over cars and whatnot. Yeah. Grappling hooks so on. <laughs> oh, my God. Everyone freaks out. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, grappling t- hook. I'm I just, like, what is this, Batman? <laughs> I, know, I just don't. Brown man. Brown man. Hey, that's me. Um, <laughs> Strowman. But, so, yeah. Brown Strowman just ends up being the shit on EC3, which, poor EC3. Um, but no Drake Maverick, either. He right. came out by himself. EC3 doesn't need a Drake Maverick. He doesn't. He doesn't. He's great on the fucking mic. He's great on the fucking mic. He's got the body that Vince loves. Right. So I really and he's got in-ring why. skills. It's because he was in TNA. That's why. Yeah. Weren't they a thing in TNA? Yeah. I could be wrong. My mm-hmm. TNA mm-hmm. history is a little... Yeah, he was Dixie Carter's son. nephew or son. Or, yeah. I think it was yeah. Someone nephew. at work tried to tell me that was a real thing, and I was like, 
That guy. Oh. That fucking guy. The toothless wonder. Toothless, toothless aggression. aggression. <laughs> Back at it again. So after the brown showman beat down, um, we get a little graphic that uh, Eric Young has moved to Raw. Uh, and then Eric, Eric, I'm looking like fucking Gollum. He's graphic. My precious. And Ray Mysterio's face is like, get this shady motherfucker. <laughs> Why is he facing to the side? Me. You know, I could be wrong. I like to think they just Photoshop all those people in a photo. Oh, yeah, they do. do. But yeah. at the same time, I like to think they're all... They were all standing <laughs> there together. <laughs> and he's like, what the fuck? Yeah, I like to think that Selena Vega's almost as tall as Andrade, according to this graphic also. <laughs> She's like... A good five she, foot. She is five feet tall. Foot or two shorter than. <laughs> yeah. Um, Easily. But so after that, we get uh, Becky Lynch, Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, she's up against Ruby Riot. Slow clap. And by God, last time we'll see the Riot Squad together. Mm-hmm. But a uh, decent little match. Decent little match. Um. Becky ends up getting the win with the disarmor. Mm-hmm. Um, after the match, the top okay. This, yeah, this, this was I interesting. actually love. Yeah, Natty comes out. Love me some Italian. Not gonna lie, mm-hmm. sucker for the girl. Like I, I want her to have bills. Mm-hmm. Um, love me At some Becky one. Lynch. At, At least, least one. Like, I know. I love me some Becky Lynch. I'd be so okay with the Natty. Taking Natty two belts. But it's not looking like it's gonna happen. But so what happened was is that Natty's like. She comes out, she's basically like, hey, I'm just like, you know, fucking coming after you. Like, respect for respect. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, all these girls in the locker room are talking, you know, behind your back that they want your titles, and I'm out here to tell you to your face. Fucking coming for your badass. Yeah. Well, this is the whole other thing. I think they're going to treat the belt separately, like, maybe money in the bank or something like that. She's going to have to defend it, defend both belts in separate matches. Not sure. This is you know, that would be really interesting as... If she had a... I could see her doing it, and I could see her winning both matches, and then someone that night cashing in. Yeah, That's or like... Maybe a, at the end of know, the second title wrestling, Or her wrestling for the SmackDown title, SmackDown Women's title, she loses it. Money in the Bank winner comes out, challenges for the Raw title. She loses that, too, all on the same night. That's what I'm saying. As much as I would feel bad for her losing those belts, that would be great. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're going to end up giving her one belt and letting her stick to one brand. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But at the same time, that's what they did last year with Alexa Bliss. She cashed in that night, didn't she? That was Carmella last year. But they should have. She got got, got the wrong one. She was on Raw. Wait, did they have two Money in the Bank matches? No. For women's? No. But she, she, uh... Naya? Was last year Carmella or was it no. Alexa? No, two years ago it was Carmella. No, Carmella won the first one and she waited like a year and then she cashed in on Charlotte. Yes. And then Alexa Bliss won the second one and cashed in immediately that night. Which was during the Nia Jax on the Rousey match, wasn't it? Let me see. Uh... No, I, I'm I think. pretty sure okay. the second one was Carmella and the first one was Alexis. Yep, the first one was definitely Carmella. Yeah, because it was that whole stink about James Ellsworth 
winning the money. Inaugural. Oh, yeah, it was yeah. the inaugural. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so Alexa Bliss did win the Money in the Bank contract last year, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah, Ronda Rousey defeated Nia Jax. Um, by disqualification, so she didn't win mm-hmm. Nia's belt, and then Alexa cashed in on Nia, and uh, she beat Nia. And that's she took the belt from Nia. Then that's true. You guys are right. You guys are right. So good. So good. But uh, I don't know if they'll do that again immediately after doing that, unless it's a failed attempt. You know, we won't know shit until we know the match itself. Exactly. Exactly. So. But I mean, it's also WWE. I wouldn't put it past them to do the same thing again. I wouldn't mind somebody winning it and cashing it in beforehand. Like RVD. And then going on doing to Doing like an honor thing? Yeah, like, you know. Bailey. Just Bailey let him know. Bailey would be good for that. Bailey would be good for that. <laughs> do I want her to win Money in the Bank? I don't know right now. <laughs> but... She would be good. She would be good for that. But, uh... I feel like Natty and Lynch are having, like, a real... Not a heart-to-heart in the ring, but, you know, Becky at one point's like, dude, we've traveled the world together. We've been through some shit. I, Natty's just like, I've got getting, ten years on you, girl. She's yeah. literally like, I would be honored to defend my belt against you. She's mm-hmm. like... Because she literally says something about, you know... I've been overlooked just like so many women in the locker room and this, that, and the other, and fucking yeah. Yeah. Let's do this. And before she can even get that out, Lacey Evans comes out. <sighs> I do I do enjoy this, though. I feel bad for Natty, though. I would love to see Becky and Natty go at it. Um, but um, Lacey Evans interrupts and says, well, guess what, Natty? The McMahon family. Her, the McMahon family. Says I can be in this match. She's literally saying that, uh, your next match is against me, Nanny, and whoever wins it is the number one contender for the Raw Women's Championship. Which basically is also declaring Lacey Evans for Raw, and this, that, and the other. And I, I still think that they're going to let Becky have a belt. At this point in time, they're not going to take both belts off of her. See, oh, I, I like that they're lose. not unified and they're kind of partitioned. Like, I mm-hmm. like that idea so that she can be challenged by people from both brands. Yeah. That's my point of view. And if she's, ha- she's going to have to defend it two times, I think they might let her get away with it for one. Yeah. Maybe two pay per views. She's going to lose it pretty soon. But here, the thing one is, I think there should that should be the stipulation that if you're going to have both belts, even if, say, you know, Braun Strowman were to win both the Universal and the World, you know, yeah, yeah. and he had both belts, like, at a pay-per-view, you have to defend both of them in two different matches. Like, that should be a stipulation to have, to to be a two-belt holder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, So you know they'd have to put the belts on somebody awesome, like, all the time. Right. If they're going to do two belts on somebody, like Becky. Which I think she's going to do a fantastic job. But, uh, so, Lacey Evans and Natty have a match. Uh, I have to say, not a bad match, though. It was nice to see Lacey Evans actually wrestling, though. Your next T fan, you've seen that. 
Um, Lacey Evans ends up getting the win with the win's right, followed by mm-hmm. a moon salt. Mm-hmm. Or a, a beautiful A mirror salt. Or mirror salt. It was a... Is it because it's from the second rope? Double jump. No, she jumped from the second to no, third. No, she twisted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She jumps up on one rope. She's facing she Becky twists. twists and does a moon salt. I forget what that's Which called. I have but it was the fantastic. Which I have to say, bag God. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to do Charlotte Flair. Blondie, you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we have the another Jesus. buzzard promo from who we assume is Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, a spooky doll in I roll my eyes every cough. time. Uh, yes. Until the end when it coughs. And then I, I can't help it. I laugh every time. I'm like, <laughs> that thing's choking on there. It's own smoke effect. That's why, like, we were watching <laughs> SmackDown, and I was just like, rewind it, rewind it. That was pretty funny. And it just that <laughs> the box looks like something in the stock room of the place where we work, we work together. Yes. It looks exactly like one of those boxes. It really does, and I'm like... So every time I see it, it just cracks me up. I want to walk in... the bosses in there? I want to walk into that stock room tomorrow and see a little buzzer puppet, and you're like... Oh, <laughs> that would make your shit worth it. Probably. Totally worth yeah. it. It'd make my life worth it. Just be like, hey, there's <laughs> yeah. like a crazy buzzer that's in box. It's like a ske- weird it's skeletal buzzer. Smoking too. cigarettes it's like... and having a ton of <laughs> smoking cigarettes. <laughs> fucking hot boxing. I am naturally <laughs> cigarettes. I mean, like, our stock room doesn't naturally give off smoke like that. So he he sticks his head up and he's got like one of those Rasta hats that has the dreads. Oh, it. God. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Brett Hurt attacker from the Hall of Fame. <laughs> but yeah, now he gets some creepy. He was wearing a rust hat, wasn't he? Uh, he was. Um, so we get to the last little bit of Raw, and there was a little segment before this where uh, I feel like it was Charlie, whoever, whoever is the backstage correspondent these days. Uh, they were like interviewing the Shield, and they kind of come out of the locker room very secretively, and they're like, "Oh, he thinks he's in here." Can't know who her tag partner is. <laughs> and then guess who it turns out to be? The one and only, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. I was very. Uh, he also AJ. shaved. He did. Yeah. He did. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it. You I know, I'm not. he's growing it back segment. pretty quickly. Like he's already oh, yeah. got some stuff going yeah. on, but I'm like, AJ. It was just like they had the backstage uh-huh. segment where Seth and Roman, or was it Seth and Roman? Yeah. They came out from their locker room and they were both laughing. And we were just like, are they laughing at AJ because he fucked up shaving? <laughs> and he had to shave it, <laughs> it all off? Yeah. Like after, after he came over, like, he fucked up, didn't he? Like, he yeah. kept popping out of the bathroom, like, guys, just this is good. Just take it a little more down, uh, like a little further down this side and make it even. But, no, dude, you took it too far. You gotta do it the other side now. <laughs> <laughs> Your beard laugh. I'm out laughing and Charlie's like, "What's going on back?" And they're like, ah, "Absolutely." Oh, AJ comes out. He's just like shaking and crying. <laughs> My beautiful beard. I speak um, from experience when I say that. Uh, Fucking you sucks. were here the day that uh, Mr. Business did that. I've done that before too. Great. You've seen me like that. He kept that like a fucking two foot beard. Me and the queen were out Fuck here it up. on the couch, and Mr. Business kept popping his head out of the bathroom, like, this is okay, we're like, it's fine. And, like, every time he'd pop his head out, and, like, it just got shorter and shorter, and then finally he was clean shaving, and I was like, you look like a baby. 
<laughs> giant baby man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> and that was the day of a pay-per-view, too. Oh, <laughs> man. My God. He went face for this pay-per-view. <laughs> but I don't like AJ on Raw. I'm not going to lie. SmackDown was the house that AJ Styles built. That was what AJ Styles did. That was where he was at. That was mm-hmm. what he did. I just... I mean, like, I know his matches aren't going to suffer. I know there's a lot of fantastic potential feuds for us to have with AJ and people in Raw, but at the same time, I'm like, I like you. But so we get a three-on-three tag match. Uh, AJ Styles, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins are Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, and the movie is still actually. And guess what? AJ Styles, they mean. Um, basically, you know, hit the trifecta. Styles get phenomenal forearm. Uh, believe Rollins ends up getting the stomp on Lashley, and then there's a spirit of Lashley from Reigns, so all three of them do it. They shook it up. They fucked it up. Mm-hmm. Shook it up and fucked it up. So then we get to SmackDown. We're gonna spend it down, we're gonna fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. So, some very interesting things happened on SmackDown. Uh, we get a KO out there. They're still in Montreal, I believe. Mm hmm. Um, KO comes up, and everyone's like, yeah. Woo. Hey, KO. With his um, little necktie. Right. And <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Kobe King, Sonny Xavier come out, and um, Biggie is obviously injured. And it's basically the KO show. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think that morning, Tuesday morning, he had surgery. Yes. On his knee. Wow. I didn't know he had surgery. That's... Yeah, yeah, he uh, posted a picture on Instagram, I think it was, of himself, like, in the hospital. Making with the gown, yeah. <laughs> he, like, mood. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway. But so, KO, who's very much face now, which was... Uh, you know what? I didn't believe him. The chemistry's it. there. Man. And I kept waiting for him to turn heel on Kofi. I kept waiting, and it never I happened. Know. I know. And then the, they gave him the shirt, and I was like, shit, what's happening? But they're planting the seeds for it. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. at least. Yeah. Talk yeah. about it first. Um, so... KO show brings out Kofi and Xavier and they're talking about things. Also, I love that Xavier brought up the fact that uh, Tyler, you wanted Tyler Breeze on Smackdown. What? That uh, Raw took all the down people. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. God damn it! I'm trying to run a goddamn YouTube channel because fucking this up. Yeah. Tyler Breeze doesn't come out here by the end of the night on Smackdown. <laughs> I loved it, <laughs> and I really I, the whole episode. I kept waiting. I kept waiting for Tyler Breeze. Like, why mention it and then not? Yeah. Just give Xavier what he wants. But Kofi, uh, he doesn't ask for much. It's just right, it's Tyler Breeze. Like, You're not doing anything with Tyler anyway. But, uh, so they end up having this great little segment. And, um, so KO eventually brings up the fact he's like, hey, you're down a person. You have this match. Biggie's hurt. Yeah. You know, it's match coming up. You know, maybe it could be Big K. And he's like, no, no, no. Big O. It's funny. It's funny. 
And then uh, he's like, you know, let me be in the new day. Just let me do it. You know, you got Magic and Spruceth and Shinsuke Nakamura and Stark. Hey, yeah, there's some sort of little okay on there. A little, little big O. And then, um, they're like, yeah, we'll do it. I, lo- I love this so much. Um, and then the three of them kind of do a little dance. You get to see they go dance. Gyration. All I can like, you gotta do these things. Yeah. He's like, like this. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, he's doing it. I hate to say this, it's literally like me trying to do it. Like, it's, it's the white people. It's yeah. white people. Yeah. We, we got snow rhythms. It was cute. It was cute, though. It was just, it was just a, a little crop top t-shirt that I put on her shirt. He's like, it's too small. It was like this panda in a tiny shirt that was gyrating. I she loved the it. panda enthusiast. <laughs> but, uh, so they... They need to put pandas on their stuff now with the unicorns. Like, pandas riding the unicorns. Dude, I don't know if he still does this, but he used to be, like, the zoo enthusiast. He would go to all the zoos. He would go to every fucking zoo. Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a shirt on... I forget which t-shirt, but it was, like, yeah. It was a Kevin Owens panda shirt. Oh, yeah. With the whole zoo thing. That was great. But, uh, love their chemistry. Love it. I think, actually, afterwards, uh... They have the backstage segment with uh, Rusev and Nakamura, and Cesaro comes up and is like, eyebrow wiggle, like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it. Great segment. Um, yeah. Next up. Oh my god. Finn Balor Fantastic makes his, fucking match. Finn Balor makes his debut. Oh, Chef Stealer. Chef Stealer. The ending of that match. And I he think Ali went for the 450. Yeah, and Finn, Finn had his leg up. First. Finn Balor versus Mustafa Ali, which will always be Mustafa Ali to me. Mm-hmm. And now you talk about the match. It's... <laughs> For those of you listening, that's dastardly giving a... I'll break it. A uh, very brave middle finger to the crazy carny. My tiny hands are powerful enough for my finger to <laughs> But, uh, yeah, oh, fuck. Finn Balor and Mustafa Ali. Holy shit. It was so good. It was what we wanted. Oh, um, I'm going to have a whole, not argument, but a whole point to make after Spectrum. Okay. Well, Finn defeated Ali, mm-hmm. Mustafa mm-hmm. Ali, by pinfall after the coup de grace. Um, but after the match. Oh, hands. my God. Yeah. That, he went for a 450, missed... And then Finn Balor capitalized, hit him with the front drop kick into the turnbuckle. Coup de grace. It was so great. That, his his front drop that kick was so is so. Good. It's always so perfect. Mm-hmm. I feel like them like I could honestly watch them probably feed for forever. They're so Dude, good. imagine they if they had a twenty minute match. Well. There yeah. are several people who do that front drop kick, and it's Finn, it's not Finn as does quite it. as impactful. But it's, well, mm-hmm. and and some of them, I'm not gonna name names, but some of them are really sloppy when they do it. I'm just gonna say that. To me, it's between Finn Balor and Daniel Bryan. Oh as yeah. As far as who does it the best. Yeah. People with a lower center of gravity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we'll <laughs> so we get a backstage segment after that fantastic match where the New Day were <laughs> trying to initiate KO into the New Day, and I don't remember the time they were like, you have to eat this plate full of pancakes and like. Five minutes, and he's like, "No." He's like, "I've never eaten a pancake before in my life." And I'm like, 
dude, you've been missing out. You better get on that show. And he literally starts eating him. He's like, you're so dry. And we're all like, see, you don't have syrup. Like, you're so <laughs> I really wanted him to be like, where's my Canadian maple syrup? But, oh, yeah. I really wanted to be like, where are the grapes? The grapes. <laughs> <laughs> but they kind of like, they show that and they phase out of it. And they have um, Carmella versus Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, which... Our truth is also ringside. I mm-hmm. honestly could do like our truth and Carmela together. I do. I do. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I have to say, I think Carmela put up a bigger fight than I thought she was going to. Mm-hmm. Not and not bothered by it. No. Um, but Charlotte ends up getting the win. Obviously, uh, she ends up submitting her. It'd be great. And then afterwards, you know, Dar Sullivan is on SmackDown, so he decides to come down and beat up our truth. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why are truth? Why? Why? I don't know why. I do not know why. But, uh, so... That's why. To be honest, I think it happens after this. I'm not for sure, but there's a point where they cut back to KO and Nick Xavier and Kofi. And he finishes and it. He finishes it the before the yeah. five minutes. And he's like, it's so dry. <laughs> like, because pancakes are meant to be eating... Without like milk syrup or syrup. something, yes, like, <laughs> something else needs to be eaten dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, <laughs> um, yeah. so he wins. He wins the five minute challenge. He ends up, he's in there. Um, but then Becky Lynch ends up coming. Oh, this coming is a very out. interesting segment. I like this. I like this better than what happened on Raw. With yeah. One segment, SmackDown became by far the better brand as far as women's wrestling goes. Mm-hmm. But uh, she comes out cutting a promo, basically, you know, I can switch brands, I'm double champion, I defend anywhere, and then Ember Moon comes out, and by God, I'm not gonna lie, I, I lost love my fucking oh. shit. I'm not just saying that, because I love Up Up Downtown, and they have dragon. Dungeons and Dragons thing going on. I want to play Dungeons and Dragons so bad. I've never played it. (laughs) Please, some Dungeons and Dragons. I need to get my life. (laughs) I just gotta find it. But, um, she's basically getting like, you know, Ember's like, I'm here to make a name for myself. And what better way to do that than knock off the double champion? And I'm like, yes. Yes. Get down there and do it. Uh, Do it. Nam, go do it. Sorry, Becky. The she Shinom. But, uh... The goddess of war. Oh, we can't, we we can't say, say that with that. Oh, yeah. No, oh. I'm sorry. Apparently, apparently with that we can, but... <laughs> the goddess of war Women raiders. Women have war, but not men. <laughs> but, it's, uh, before they quite get through that, Bailey also shows up, where she gets the shit out of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but she walks that ponytail down that damn ramp anyway but not as bad as she gets booed later on in the night uh, so I, I feel bad for her I'm not gonna lie she's trying she's trying so hard things are just not but at the same time I feel like her. people were really excited for Ember versus Becky mm-hmm. and Bailey was the wet blanket <laughs> on that whole yeah, basically, fire. Yeah, yeah. fucked it. Uh, um, but uh, basically, you know, Bailey's like, "Oh yeah, I'm a singles wrestler now. You know, come to SmackDown, and I'm also coming for that belt." And then the Iconics come out and interrupt Bailey, and they're like, "Oh, you lost your tag belts." Mm-hmm. 
And then Paige comes out. And it's like, well, you know, I told you guys last week I'd have a tag team that I'd like to introduce. Mm-hmm. Before she even gets to that, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville come out. <laughs> and they're like, thanks, Paige, but we don't need an introduction. They literally are like, this is so an glad absolution to have, reunion. Yeah, they're like, so glad to have absolution reunited. And Paige's like, no. <laughs> no, I, no, actually, that's not what I... Was great. That was... I loved... Yeah. I love Paige, I'm not gonna lie. She's good. It's like she just took a little water bottle and put it in their faces. No. No. Absolution, no. And no. And when Absolution was a thing that Paige really wasn't for it. <laughs> she was kind of just like... No. Um, so then she does bring out the tag team that she came with the intention of... Uh, presenting, and who do we get? Oscar and, and Kyrie mm-hmm. saying, "Oh my oh, yeah. God!" So they came out, and John, who has a massive love for Asians, was like, "Oh!" Yeah, I said, "I was just about to tell you not to jizz your pants, but there you go." Uh, yeah. He's like, "They're just so fucking pretty." I was like, Sh- "Yeah, okay." I feel that way about Asians too. Uh-huh. Very different kind of Asian. Yeah, not only half. (laughs) At least he's full Asian. We are Asian. We're West Asian. We're South Asian. South. Is there a is there a West is there a West Asian? West would be like Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iraq. Oh, gotcha. Well, yeah, that makes South. Yeah, okay, I got you. The Southwest. <laughs> the Southwest. No wonder. <laughs> it's India. Southwest. Indian. Dude, we border China. Indian. India. I guess. Uh, Southwest. Uh, uh. Sorry. No, Southeast. Southeast Asian would be like y'all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> y'all. Japan, we, Thailand. We We're just out in the Pacific. Just out in South, the Pacific. South Pacific. Anyway, <laughs> a little geography Sorry, lesson. <laughs> geography, ethnic, and ethnic little lesson. Just watching two brown people talk <laughs> geography. Caucasian. Well, geography. that would be more y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you are the minority in this. Yeah. During this podcast. Sorry, you're the only white, say white fan you're, in you're this pod. You've been there before. Being the minority. Yeah, you were in Jersey with me. Where there are no white people. Mm. Very few. I know yeah, how we feel. I feel like it's still like a very, very white thumb. White freckled thumb. They're like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, ah, but they have didn't, a good time. <laughs> but they didn't make you feel a little special to you. Right? Kind of. Because you know they're not going to judge you based on the color. But I would also <laughs> say, you have to understand that... It's not always that way. <laughs> Let me tell you. That was a weird tangent. Back to big lunch cutting promo. Ember Moon comes out, Wade comes out, uh, the page comes out, we get Kyrie Sane and Asuka. So, we get a four and four tag match. Uh, we get Asuka, Kyrie Sane, Bailey, and Ember Moon versus the Iconics and Absolution. Mm-hmm. In which case, all I wanted the was an win. insane elbow in this match. And, and she, we and she got did. It. And that's yeah. how the match ended. By God, we got it. Kyrie Sane hits the insane elbow drop. 
and gets a pinfall over Peyton Royce, which I think is an interesting choice just because they are the tag champions. Yeah. So this makes, what, like the fourth non-title loss? Yeah, something like that. Or, yeah, because on Raw the night before, it was their third. Like, you know they're going to drop it soon, but at the same time, like... Let them have yeah. a win with these... Uh, other than dirty tactics, other the than tanks. the Brooklyn bombshells or whatever. Oh god! Like, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm not saying it has to be clean, but like, you know, yeah. pulling the tights, doing something dirty. Right. Like, let them at least do that. Yeah. Oh, man. Billy Kay sneaks in a, a blow on whoever, and then Peyton, who's legal, gets mm-hmm. whoever it is. I mean, there's so many ways you can do it. And just let them take it. Let win. Oh, so frustrating. But uh, then we get. The three on three tag match. Main oh my god, Teo doing the intro. Yes, yes, that was great. Oh my god. So he had multiple takes. <laughs> in lieu of Biggie, since he's out for an injury, we got Big O doing the intro for the new day. Oh my god. Um, so Kevin Owens, Xavier, and Kofi against Cesaro, who is Sans Sheamus. Sheamus, right. Um, since he's had due to injury, so he's offered up to be the third with Rusev and Shinsuke. And um, so Kofi hits the Trouble in Paradise, and then Big O hits a a stunner on Rusev. Which he does a fantastic stunner. He does a great stunner. He really does. And to, to have gotten the blessing from... From Stone Cold, to, yeah, yeah, to be able to do it, the, it's he does it justice for sure. Absolutely. I think I think uh, Stone Cold would have put a stop to it by now if if he was sh- like shitting all over his signature move. But, right. Um. But I just love all of these guys, all of them, especially Rusev, because he's just fucking hilarious. But. Uh, yeah. What he said about Sasha Banks. <laughs> oh, bo- Botchmaster is unhappy. Be, be gone! <laughs> I was like, I didn't know that. You said that? Yes. Oh. He sure did. He sure did. If I don't know that it's still on there, I'm going to look right now. Actually. He probably had to take it down. I just feel like, you know, I know these superstars have. To be honest, I'm not going to say total freedom over their accounts, because they really don't, but some sort of freedom over their accounts. <laughs> oh no, it's still on there. My god, sir. Botchmaster is unhappy. Oh my god. Be gone. Dude, I fucking love Rusev. I just love it. Just the cause... superstar is acknowledging that yeah. she botches quite often. I love Rusev. He just reminds me of my dad's friends when I was a kid, because my dad... <laughs> Your friends were <laughs> well, yeah, because my dad. Amazing. No, my dad had a sh- uh, he had a shop in Queens, New York, where there are a lot of people from former Soviet countries. You know, Uzbeki people, Bulgarian people, and they all fucking oh man, they're so fucking funny. And that's Rusev. He's like one of them. He's so. It's great. Said <laughs> this tweet. Somebody said, "Who's he talking about?" And so another user said, uh, you didn't hear it from me, but it starts with S and ends with Asha. <laughs> and so somebody said, Sin Karasha. Sin Karasha. 
<laughs> and then said Sonny said why was in car and being unhappy. Oh, like, man. I don't know if I ever heard you laugh that far. Who, me? That high pitch like, ha <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's quite a laugh you had there, sir. Sorry. I hold um, up. But, uh. Ooh. Sorry. To maintain my stoicism. Somebody said, was it. Wasn't your big crybaby ass demanding a release too when you didn't get your way? Big talk coming from a guy who needed Aiden English to get him over. Oh, goddamn. Yeah. It was great, yeah. What the fuck? There's nothing wrong with that. So he said, I think English is just criminally underrated and underutilized. His announcing on 205 is fine, but he should be in the ring. And so he said, those abs are wasted on commentary where we can't see them. Justice for Aiden English. He's got a great physique. He does. Even though he lost to Cassius Ono. He does. On this past thing that they did. Worlds Collide or whatever. What gained respect for him from me was when I realized that he's married to Eddie Guerrero's daughter. Yeah, Sean. I was like... Sean. What's your name? Sean. I honestly want to say it was Colby, but I feel like I'm seeing him. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. I'm like Colby Lopez. (laughs) Coco I, keep, I keep thinking he's Colby for some reason. Like, is Seth cool. Rollins like Puerto Rican? Like, what is he? I don't know. He's, is he like part he's Mexican? From Indiana. He's from Davenport, Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. It's sort of an eye. It's a Midwestern eye. Midwestern Iowa. It's a place that you don't want to go to. those things that nothing great ever happened at ever. <laughs> right. Except he. Except potatoes. No, that's Idaho. Idaho. <laughs> that's <laughs> farther west. even then, you have Ireland. The potatoes. <laughs> the potato capital of the potato world. Famine. Yes. There were potatoes before <laughs> they were There were potatoes oh, before they were Antony. We got through SmackDown. We didn't get through Oh, well, uh, let's see. Oh, Vince. yeah, that was the end. Yeah. So, uh, Vince announces. Um, the he's bringing up. that SmackDown's ever had. Yes. Just forget about Stone Cold, The Rock, Batista. Anyone before there actually was a brand split. Right. Forget, forget about that. And, and I, think, I think a lot of people were expecting like Braun. Rock and Stone Cold, Undertaker, like all those people were there before if that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of people might have been expecting Braun to come out. I honestly was on the brand. The brand they were doing a play on like yeah. literally the biggest acquisition. Yes. Um, but no, we get Elias. Mm-hmm. And I got, I do like Elias. I like his foreshadowing, man. It's great. It's fucking great. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's hilarious, Actually. but at this point in time when I was watching this, I was fucking disappointed. But yeah. at this point in time, I also realized what was happening. Mm-hmm. So, so not only do we get Elias coming over from Raw, but quickly in tow behind we get Roman Reigns coming down to the ring. Cancer survivor Roman Reigns. Yes, he beat good old Luke. He beat his arch nemesis Luke. Luke Emia. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> That's the best next to put it in Luke Emia. It's the single greatest thing Brittany's ever said. I hands down I mean she's had some hilarious <laughs> shit on here. <laughs> That's hands down my favorite. I lost my mind when she said that. That had me laughing for like two weeks straight. And I felt like a horrible person for it also. <laughs> we are horrible people. I, feel, oh, I mean, that I think we're all I've come to grips horrible. with it now and it's still making me hey, laugh. Hey, you know, we're going to hell. I'll be, I'll be there to, to pick that. you guys up. Hey. 
and they grew in my hand basket for you guys. So, um, so Reigns comes down to the ring, drops Elias with a Superman punch, and then what does he do? He He's attacks the goddamn boss. And if you get a chance, fanatics, for the love of God, if you get a chance to go and watch the slow mo of Roman Reigns, <laughs> Superman punching Vince McMahon, <laughs> just pay attention to Vince McMahon's face, and it's totally worth it. It's if you have if you have the ability to just watch it in slow mo, don't even watch what they did in slow mo. Just do it yourself in slow mo. Just it's so worth it. His face where he's like. He saw it coming yeah. seconds in advance. Oh, like, um, yeah. He was yeah, really, big, he like, gaping open mouth. Like, <laughs> like, flinching and cringing. And, and then like, he's done. To seem so old. <laughs> and I'd be like, you're not selling He's 72 okay. years old, and you're getting Superman punch like, by the big dog. So, he's laying on the mat. And, you know, I told you I was listening to Between the Ropes podcast earlier with uh, Brian Fritz. And his, his guest on the most recent episode is Scott Fishman. Um, who's a, a a writer who writes a lot of wrestling articles for a few different websites and stuff. But they they likened Vince's pose on the mat like after being hit with the Superman punch to like being frozen in carbonite. It was really <laughs> it was just like I mean like, like hands up and just like he was kind of smooth there like holding him and he was like <laughs> I mean I'm like I love you I <laughs> so Roman gets on the mic and talks about how SmackDown Live is his yard now, but he, you know, just this whole time, and then he goes back up, or he goes up the ramp, comes back down to the ring, and um, a lot and spears Elias before he turns around and goes back, and the whole the whole time Vince is still laying in that same spot on the mat, and it's just like <laughs> you got punched like six minutes ago. Are you alright? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not okay if you can't just get the fuck up. So, this is where I want to have a point made. On paper, Superstar Shakeup, SmackDown loses. I will not disagree with that. Mm-hmm. But as well, far as shows go, and I know there was travel delays, sickness, and stuff going on, SmackDown still put on a better show than Marvel. They did. And the thing about it is SmackDown lost overall. Yes. But they did win when it comes to the women's division. Their women's division. Their women's division is fucking stacked. Yeah. Raw? Who the fuck is on Raw's women's division? I don't know. Nobody. But their tag division and their main event division and their goddamn mid-card division is stacked. So they won overall, for sure. I don't think they did. I think SmackDown will still continually put on the bigger brand. I think they're just going to highlight people you didn't expect. Well, I think they won as far as, like, talent goes. But as far as writing goes, Raw. Raw won as far as talent goes. I will will concede to that. But I feel like on SmackDown, you get ready to see a bunch of shit that you never thought you were going to see. They just have different writers, and they're better somehow. And to be honest, dare I say, dare I say, that Roman Reigns might actually become the wrestler we always thought he should be. You know, I agree with you. Like, 
I'm glad to see you all t- shake hands and put away those middle fingers. <laughs> you would think that we are in your relationship with how we act. But we are. It's like, these are just hate each other. It's like me and you. Or me and you. That word. We're like, yeah. fuck you. I hate you. Bitch. I really like, wanted to come to work. each other and you're like, you don't understand. You don't understand what's going on right now. I really wanted to come into work with the belt last Friday or last oh, Saturday Oh, you should have fucking done it. I know. I was gonna walk in just holding it up. That would have been great. With my sunglasses on and my. I still need to take the house off. Well, but I believe it's about time for us to sign off. I bid you all adieu. Wasn't necessary, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'm not on here very much. As always tonight, please follow us on our social media. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, <laughs> Instagram. Just search at three fans in a pod. You'll see the big old belt. It'll pop up. Click it, like it, love it, follow it. And last but not least. That's not last but not least. What are you doing? Pay us on Patreon. You're not. <laughs> He's getting in the spirit of it. I like it. <laughs> what did I miss? I love you so much. Please <laughs> just throw this away. Continue. Keep going. I can't, I can't now. You ruined it. How did I ruin it? You can't say it. Give us money on Patreon. I said it. You can't just do that. Fucking pay gotta, us. You gotta, gotta make him see more flowery than that. You can't just be like that. Maybe we've been too nice about it. Maybe we should be more aggressive. I think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. I think regardless, we need to read this whole fucking thing. As always, thanks. Please follow us on all of our social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram. Just search three fans in a pod, all lowercase. You'll see the big gold belt. Like it. Follow it. Subscribe to it. You have good things going on. Like it. Like it. Like it. And you know, you happen to feel generous. Happen to feel generous. Happen to like these wonderful ramblings we go on. You're like, hey, maybe they need some extra money to, you know, fund all the places they put their podcast out on because it's expensive. Pay up! It's not cheap. <laughs> Actually, I just got an email receipt from SoundCloud Pro. So yeah. they like money. They're they're not free. Um, if you're feeling just generous and you're like, hey, you know, maybe I'd like to give some money, like just support what's going on here. Uh, please feel free to visit our Patreon page. You can go to www.patreon.com forward slash three fans in a pod, all lowercase. You'll see it again. The gold belt. It'll say three fans in a pod. Again, shout out to Mark Quint. Thank you for the logo. Love you. Uh, okay, we have different reward tiers. I think it's what we're uh, tier two. Tier, tier wrestling two. gimmick. Yes. And come on, guys. We're very creative people. Give me something to give you. Wait. <laughs> Help us give to you. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Can't even with this guy. 
Uh, but seriously, just check it out. They've got different reward tiers. You can get a bunch of different stuff. Just, yeah. Even a dollar. Even a dollar means something. And that was always the next. The best places where you can hear this. Here are these wonderful rambling, ravings, wrestling, fantastic talk. Please give us a like, follow, subscribe, share, upvote, whatever you can do on these websites. <laughs> There's a lot of different ones. If you'd like to hear us, please follow us, like us, love us on any place. Find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Wow. I mean, there's a lot of different places you can find us. Come on, give us a listen. Give us a like. We're not that bad. We're entertaining. <laughs> Come on, bitches. Bad. You're very good. This should be our tagline. Three fans <laughs> in a pod. We're not that bad. <laughs> Come on, you can find worse. <laughs> but as always, if you have any criticisms, comments, concerns, topics you'd like us to cover, as always, we have a very free range open communication with our fan base. Email us through fans in the pod at gmail.com, all over case, we will get to you. Just you gotta email us. You gotta do it. You gotta, do it. You gotta talk to us and we we'll talk to you. Add us on Twitter or on social media. Yeah. Slide up in our DMs. Exactly. We don't mind. We've had a lot of people do that. Yeah. And guess what? We've made some great friends. Be one of those great friends. Uh. Be be our friend. We're likable. Are we? <laughs> As always, for next, stay clashy. <laughs> We're some trashy sons of bitches. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> we out. Thank you again, Deb Dastardly, for being on our pod. Love you.